0: Welcome! You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back. This is part two of the greatest manifestation tool ever. I decided to tweak the title a little bit, and we're going to call it Rewiring Your Brain for Abundance. Now, we're still talking about gratitude. We're still talking about love and appreciation, but this is more about the application side of it, and I'm going to speak more directly about how I have adopted it to create a way or a a process to rewire your brain, rewire your mind, body, your being, to vibrate at a different level of vibration where you're actually more aligned with abundance and possibility. I think you're really going to like this episode. Now, if this is your first time listening to the Aligned Self podcast, you may want to go back and listen to the previous episode on gratitude. I talk more about the the structure of gratitude, how it affects the body, the biochemistry Um, It's not necessary, it probably isn't going to be required, but if you're here, you might as well go back and listen to the previous episode to get a more well-rounded, more expanded view or concept, understanding of gratitude. And why is it such a powerful tool for manifesting? And as I described in the previous episode, I've defined a working definition of gratitude as the state of Of giving and receiving. And so when you're in gratitude, practicing gratitude, practicing love and appreciation, you are naturally in the arena of receiving. You're actually open to receiving all the bounty that the divine, the universe is providing you and sending your way. And the more open to receiving you are, the more you're going to receive. Contrast that with uh, Having a full cup, metaphorically, a lot of people, when you're focusing on the things that you don't want, you're aware of the things and the situations that you don't really appreciate, you really don't uh, prefer, you're basically presenting a full cup that does not allow the universe to give you anything more, especially the things that you want, because it's full of the things that you don't want. But contrast that with ingratitude, in being in that state of receiving, we're actually saying, pour it in my cup, give me more than enough. I'm open and available for my cup to runneth over. And I love that metaphoric, that visual of my cup runneth over, of having more than enough, of having overflow of an abundance, whether it be money, love having an overflow of everything that you want, a cornucopia of desires fulfilled. Now, on the practical side of it, or the practice side of it, most people are aware of keeping a gratitude journal, or at least writing down or identifying those things that you love and appreciate that you're thankful for. And if that's your concept of a gratitude journal Hang on to your hat because I want to take it out to the nth degree. I want to really go extreme with the idea. And uh, just listen till the end, and you can decide whether or not you want to take on this adventure uh, for yourself. So I was in the same mindset that you probably were on uh, journaling and, you know, writing down three to five things that you love and appreciate on a daily basis or once a week. And uh, that's the way I thought of it. But then one time I read an article, read an abstract, it was actually about a scientific clinical study that that they had done with a group of people around gratitude. They started out with two groups of 50 people. So 100 people in total. They gave everyone an assessment on the front end of the study. You know, the questionnaire to determine what was their level of happiness and satisfaction with their life. And then they split the group into two, 50 in one and 50 in the other, and we'll say group A, they sent home and gave them no instructions whatsoever. They were just to live life as they normally did. And then we had group two, we'll say the B group. They were given the assignment to sit down every Sunday night and write down three to five things that they were appreciative, that they were thankful for about what happened in the past week. So, every Sunday night, they sat down and recounted the week, reviewed the week, and wrote down, identified three to five things that they loved and appreciated. After six weeks, they gave each group a reassessment. The group A had no change whatsoever. Group B, after six weeks of just one day a week, writing down things that they loved and appreciated, had an 80% improvement. An 80% improvement in satisfaction and level of happiness. And they also reported that they felt less stress in their day-to-day activities and felt more resilient in facing daily challenges. Now, get this. They tested each group six months later And what you might consider predictable, Group A, or the group that didn't do anything, had no change whatsoever. They had the same level of life satisfaction that they had on the front end of the study. The second group, however, 65% of the people still had an 80% improvement in overall life satisfaction. So this activity of just recounting things that they were thankful for, one day a week, just three to five items, permanently rewired their brain, changed their perceptual filter on how they looked and experienced the world. They were a different person with a completely different experience of life. So I went to bed after reading this, and the next day I came up with this idea. I was gifted by my other than conscious. It was in processing the information and also taking into account the other ideas that I've been exposed to over the last 30 years in programming the brain and getting transformational results. I had this epiphany, this idea. And at the core of it was a question. What would happen if I was to take this out to the nth degree, like exponentially? and become a little radical with it, a little extreme. But before I share that idea with you, I want to talk about the presenting problem that we have as a human being, as a species. Taking into account other social experiments where our level of happiness has been measured as a cultural group, we spend a lot of time in the state of distress, Overall, life and career satisfaction is at an all time low. And when you predictably spend a certain amount of time in an emotional state, that becomes your set point. You actually adapt to that as your normal. And you don't think anything of it. In fact, if you vary too much emotionally on either side of that adapted set point or emotional set point, then you recover. Let's say you have a few peak experiences where you just feel amazing and fantastic. After a little bit, you have a lull where you feel a little depressed. A little, b- You go back the other way, and then you swing back into the middle, back to your set point, back to what is comfortable. You could say that is your comfort zone. And then again, other studies have shown that 80% of the people or more spend about 70% of the time that they are awake in a state of distress. This means that they never come to a point where they feel they can fully relax, where they feel completely at ease, or even a state of joy. And because of the body's ability to adapt to changing situations, that state of stress, that state of distress, of feeling slightly uncomfortable, becomes the normal We adapt to it as the state of the world. That's the way we are. So given that that is the the presenting problem as a human being, I was thinking that if we were to really shift this for people at large, it would have to be a little extreme. We would want to interrupt that pattern that most people live in. It would have to be an interruption to the ordinary and the pull of the mundane. Now, that study that I listed gave me the solution. It had to be centered around gratitude and appreciation. It was proven to radically shift and rewire the brain, even with a, a modest expression one day a week. So in my thinking, I thought I can combine that with other principles of mind programming and transformation and create a program a methodology that anyone could take advantage of, and it would make a profound difference in their experience of life. So I took principles of the training effect, which produces adaptation, uh, pattern interrupts. I thought about bringing into play the reticular activating system, which I did do a podcast on it. If you want to learn more about that, you can go back to your internal GPS And in addition, I also had to think about a way to increase our tolerance for dopamine, for joy, to where it became the new normal. So the result of combining those ideas, those concepts, along with gratitude, resulted in me birthing the Extreme Gratitude Project. So what is extreme about it? Well, again, if one day a week recounting three to five things that you appreciated the previous week made a profound impact. I thought, what would happen if we were to take this out to the nth degree and really promote a shift in your experience of life? So the way it works is it's a 30-day program. And just like the other study, the other project, it involves writing down those things that you are thankful for, that you love and appreciate, for 30 days. Every day, for 30 days. Now, it's just not three to five things. In actuality, it's a lot more than that from day to day. And once I tell you, you might be a little confronted by the number of things that you may write down in this project. So, as you decide to begin this, the first day, you write down seven things you love and appreciate about your life. The second day, you write Seven new things that you love and appreciate about your life. Seven things that you did not name or identify the day before. Day three, seven new things that you love and appreciate about your life that you did not recount or inventory the previous two days. Fourth day, seven new things that you did not identify, recount the previous three days. And so on and so on. So, every day for the first seven days, you come up with seven new things, seven new and unique ideas, concepts, aspects of your life that you've identified that you love and appreciate. So, by day seven, you've identified 49 things that you love and appreciate about your life. Now, stay with me because this is where it gets interesting. On day eight, I want you to identify eight new things. That you love and appreciate about your life that you did not identify recount or talk about write down the previous seven days day nine nine new things ten ten new things on in on in on 20 20 day 20 is 20 new things that you did not identify the previous 20 days now just a side note this process is not as hard as it might seem If on day one, I stated that I love and appreciate my wife, and she was one of my seven, on another day, I could recount seven things that I loved and appreciated about my wife, which is easy to do. I just identify seven different characteristics, concepts, ideas, things that she does that really impact my life in a way that I appreciate. You could think of it as variations on a theme. So again, we're on day 20 and then day 21, day 22, day 25, 25 new things that we did not identify the previous 25 days, all the way up to day 30. And now I can hear some of your brains working, thinking on day 30, I have to come up with 30 new things that I have to identify that I didn't identify the previous 30 days. How could anyone do that? It's actually a lot easier than you think. Now, if right now you're confronted with the idea of having to list so many things that you love and appreciate, that you're thankful for in your life, then you must do this. I say must do this because you have the greatest amount of room for growth. You can make the most profound change in your experience of life by going through this process, by engaging in deciding and committing that yes, you're going to do this 30 days, just 30 days out of your entire life, and you can transform your life forever. It seems like a small investment to me. Now, for a moment, I want to refer back to that previous episode that I referred to, your internal GPS, and that refers to your reticular activating system. And what that means is, if you're not familiar with it, that once, let's say you buy a new car, you're thinking about a new car, and once you buy your new car, which you don't think anybody else has, or in the color that you bought it in, you start to see that very same car on virtually every street corner that you pull up to. And suddenly you realize that, wow, a lot of people own this automobile. You see, prior to you buying that car, it just wasn't on your radar. You, on, In some way, you just didn't consider it important. But once you owned it, then your other than conscious mind, your subconscious mind, began sorting your experience for that car. It identified it as important information. You see, this is how it works with the other than conscious mind or the subconscious mind. There are, at any given moment as a human being, the problem is that there is millions of of stimuli, millions of events going on around us at any given moment. And if we were to pay attention to all the different things going on, we would be in a state of overwhelm. It would be just too much information to process. And frankly, it wouldn't be effective for us to process everything because not everything applies to us. So wherever you are in your journey in life, you've identified that there are certain things that are important to you, important to your existence, and your other-than-conscious mind sorts your experience for those things and, frankly, ignores all the rest. It just isn't on your radar. Now, this works for you by limiting the distractions in your life and allows you to focus on the things that you deem most important— It also limits your life because you can only consider those things that you had previously programmed as important. You tend to view the world, experience the world in a predictable way. That is until you introduce a new question, a new focus. And that's what we do with the Extreme Gratitude Project. We introduce a new question. What am I thankful for today? And not just one thing. I need seven things, seven new things to love and appreciate each day. So this question, this call, this this little push to leave your comfort zone engages the training effect, which also activates your reticular activating system, because you begin now sorting your experience, sorting your day-to-day for those things that you can love and appreciate. So while it might be a little difficult on day three, to identify seven new things that you love and appreciate. In short order, your brain is already processing your experience to come up with new and novel things to identify that you love and appreciate about your experience. So we're actually retraining the brain to perceive the world in a new way. Instead of seeing things that you can complain about, we start identifying those things that we can love and appreciate, the things that we value in our life. We reorient our perspective on the world. Now, one way to think about the progressive increase over time is to think about doing push-ups. You know, day one, you do seven push-ups. On day three, you do seven push-ups. On day seven, you do seven new push-ups. And on day eight, you do one more. And so we're just pushing the envelope, we're inducing the training effect for our body to adapt to increasing demands on our system. So we don't want ourselves to get too comfortable in that process. We want to incite a little discomfort, to feel comfortable feeling a little uncomfortable. So not only are we expanding our demand on our perceptual filters, we're also Adapting to an increasing load of feel-good chemicals, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, endorphins. Those are the feel-good chemicals that help stimulate health, stimulate well-being, stimulate a sense of joy. Now some of you might be thinking, I don't have time to sit down and do this writing every day. Well, at the beginning it's going to take the most amount of time. It's probably going to take you 15 to 20 minutes to write down those first seven things. You might be even faster than that. But what's interesting is that you really don't spend any more time than that from day to day, because as you proceed over the calendar, over the month, even though you're on day 20, day 25, you can still list things in the same amount of time because they're now more on the tip of your tongue there and the forefront of your brain. For instance, just as part of this training, I sat down for 20 minutes and I wrote 50 unique things to love and appreciate as an example of the things that you can identify, the, th- the areas that you can look at, the categories that you can consider that might have something in there that you can love and appreciate. So again, if right now you're confronted by the idea of taking this on, then you must do it. You, It's incumbent upon your happiness and well-being that if you take this on, you're going to shift your perception of life. Not only are you going to change your mind, rewire new neural connections, you're going to increase your tolerance for joy chemicals to where that's your new normal. Can you experience life on a whole new level of joy, peace, and satisfaction? Actually falling in love with life? You've retrained your mind to start identifying regularly The things that you love and appreciate about your life, love and appreciate about the people in your life. You'll have a whole new appreciation for your life, for your experience of life. Now, this is where you get to rewire your sense of abundance, your experience of abundance. You see, the the world, the universe, nature is naturally abundant. Abundance is the rule. There's more than enough going around. Anytime you plant a seed, it yields 50 or more. For instance, here's a math problem for you. How many apples are contained in an apple seed? If you plant the apple seed and you grow a tree, and then there's apples on that apple tree, and then every one of those apples has three or four seeds, which can be planted, and those yield trees, which yield multiple apples. You could say, bushels upon bushels upon bushels, multitudes of apples, all from one seed. And that's just one example. So, it's not that the world is not abundant. It's just that your experience of the world is not abundant. It's your perception. So, if at the end of 30 days, you've identified 486 individual unique items— in your life that you love and appreciate, you will have an experience of abundance of which you've never truly experienced before this. It's the difference between understanding that the world is abundant and then knowing the world is abundant. It's similar to riding a bike You can watch people ride bikes all day, and you can identify them as human beings, and you're a human being, so consequently, you should be able to learn how to ride a bike. Yeah, and you understand that you could have access to a bike and get around on two wheels. But until you ride a bike, you don't have the knowing. You don't have the equilibrium. You can't maintain your balance. But once you learn to ride a bike, you won't forget it. It's in your body memory. And then something I think that is valuable just over time is to create a maintenance program where, say, once a week on Sunday night, you identify three to five things that you love and appreciated about the previous week. And you can do your list writing in the morning. You can do it at night just before you go to bed. There's benefits to both of those. You can program your sleep cycle or program your day or Keep a running list. And anytime something comes up, you'll say, make a note of that. And you write it down. So this way you can keep things afloat, keep it flying at an altitude that feels right. You see, when an aircraft first takes off, it uses the majority of its fuel on board just getting off the ground. That's our 30-day sprint. That's our 30-day intensive involvement. After the airplane is aloft, once it's in the air, it uses a very modest amount of fuel to keep it going. A few people that have gone through this process, once they've completed the 30 days, they started another 30 days just to keep the momentum going. Now, you might be wondering, when is the best time to start this kind of thing? Well, there is no good time and there is no bad time. You can be going through the worst situations in your life, the seemingly weird situations in your life. And through by shifting your focus, you'll have a completely different experience of your life. You'll be asking different questions about what's going, currently going on. So to make this easy for people, I created a Facebook group a couple years ago, well, about a year and a half ago, right at the beginning of 2020. And several hundred people have gone through the process but uh, what I found out is as I've added videos and different instructions on uh, the different challenges that people have come up against, uh, new people that come on have a hard time finding the videos or the processing the posts. So to put all the information in one place, I created a free course. It's called The Extreme Gratitude Project, and you can access the course at my link page at yesdaniel.com. And you can relax if you take that free course. You don't have to think about the different aspects that I've involved in this, the adaptation, the training effect, the reticular activating system. Just put yourself through the process and you'll reap the benefits just as a matter of course. But if you want to be more conscious of the experience, I created a paid course and that's inside my training vault, my membership vault. And that's called Rewire Your Brain for Abundance. And inside that course, I utilize a lot of the techniques of neurolinguistic programming to actually install the feeling of gratitude, install the feeling of abundance in your body, embody these feelings. And there's techniques and attributes to amplify your experience to an even higher degree than just going through the process. Now, the core of the program in the rewiring your brain for abundance is the Extreme Gratitude Project, that 30-day intensive. But I use techniques, I use aspects of hypnosis to drive everything in at a deeper level. And then again, inside the course, we can actually redefine, retell your story about money. Because everyone has a money story. Some people's stories limit their experience, their ability to draw in money. And for many people, money is the equivalent of abundance. But we really can't effectively have that money story until we handle your relationship to abundance. And that's all inside the the paid course, How to Rewire Your Brain for Abundance. And like I said, that course is inside my membership vault where all my courses will be housed along with a number of other products, such as meditations and hypnotic audios and smaller mini programs, as well as live Q&As. It's going to be a complete community. Now, at the time of this recording, I had just started the membership about a week ago. It was an idea that my wife had, and I thought that it was fantastic. And so I pulled the trigger on it, and I'm still in the process of putting everything in there. Right now you'll have full access to my intuition course which has a valuation of $777. The rewire your brain course is uh 555. So two courses there are over 1200 bucks right now and it just requires a small monthly investment, much much less, a fraction of the investment of an overall course. And right now, since I just started the program, you're able to become a founding member. Now, depending on when you listen to this, you may not have that uh, founding member status available, but there are some perks that come along with that. To learn more about the membership vault, go to yesdaniel.com and click on the link, the membership vault, and understand that over the next year, there will be at least a dozen different courses and opportunities to learn inside the membership, but as the available content increases, so will the price. So now is the time to get involved if you're interested at all. Again, the Extreme Gratitude Project is free, no cost. It just requires an email for me to give you access. And again, the doorway to find that free course is at yesdaniel.com. And if you can't remember, yesdaniel.com, the link is in the show notes. If you wanted to go deeper, if you want to really exploit this whole idea of abundance and your connectedness to manifesting your reality and manifesting the world that you want, then get involved in the membership. Again, you can find out everything at yesdaniel.com. And I'm curious, have I made a case for the transformative power of gratitude and why you should make it a daily practice, if not a weekly practice in your life? Well, aside from meditation, there is no other activity that you could engage in that will reap as many benefits as a gratitude practice. Until next time, this is your host, Daniel V, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, and live the epic life.